Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, August 6, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, we are going Hi. to have a, a special guest. Hi, how are you? Uh, not bad, not bad. It's been okay, a short good. week for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me. Well aware. Um, but this week on this week on Broadway, the famed music director and voice teacher and performer Michael Levine will be the guest with uh, Peter James Michael. Good. I think it's Peter James and Michael. Probably. Um, yeah, you. If you have not seen him perform, you have almost certainly seen. Um, a show or a cabaret that he has music directed or mm-hmm. sheet music that he has provided in some form or another. Um, so definitely keep an ear out for that one on Sunday. Of course, you can uh, hear that early over on patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Ashley, Grace and I talked yesterday. We mm. Tomorrow or the day this comes out, Friday, is the fifth and penultimate episode of Schmigadoon, or at least the first season of Schmigadoon, yeah. depending on whether or not there's a season two. So we have to have a a review roundtable for the oh, second man. half of the season. That will only be on Patreon. We it's might true. do a little bit of a tease in the regular feed, maybe at the end of an episode or something on its own, but the whole review roundtable for episodes four, five, and six will only be on Patreon at patreon.com slash Radio. And of course, I said that I far preferred the back you half of the it. season. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. Um, but neither you or Grace had watched the second half caught up. when we recorded. I still haven't caught up because I got, yeah. uh, you know, uh, distracted by one Ted Lasso. And then also mm. I started and binged Hacks. So, oh, good, good, good. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Very good. Uh, well, so I'm still behind on Shigadoon, all that to say. Yeah, well, my old friend and and somebody familiar to Broadway radio listeners uh, Jennifer McHugh texted me today and said she said I know you've watched the whole season is this character going to turn out to be somebody and she had forgotten Ooh. that we'd seen him but it's the character Pete who kept keeps getting hit off screen every time like something oh, bad happens okay. they're like sorry Pete and then yeah. in episode four, you see him all bandaged up. And she's like, is that gonna, Is that somebody famous? She's like, don't tell me who. I was like, no, we saw it. He's the milkman in the first episode. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, oh, I forgot that was his name. But uh, good to know that Jennifer is still keeping up on, on all it. of the musical yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, even though we did not do a season two of our Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist uh, podcast. But... We might have more opportunity soon. We might. We will get to that here in a second. Yeah. But actually, let's start... In that same vein, with a bunch of theatrically related stuff happening on the small screen, first up, someone that I do not believe was on either your or Grace's dream casting dream board. That is correct. uh, Has landed the role of Grace Farrell in NBC's upcoming Annie Live, and that is former Pussycat Doll and anthropomorphized cat, uh, the West End's Grizabella, Nicole Scherzinger, (laughs) Olivier nominee, I might say, Nicole Scherzinger. She will, of course, be working for Harry Connick Jr.'s Zaddy Warbucks and sparring with Raji P. Henson's (laughs) Miss Hannigan. In addition to her feline-related credits, of course, Scherzinger is also one of the panelists and judges on the greatest television show in the history of the medium, The Masked Singer, (laughs) which will be returning on September 22nd for two... It'll be a two-night premiere on the 22nd and 23rd. (sighs) Good friend Oliver Roth texted me with the announcement, um, like their Instagram post, and of course, that is the week before, like the the week of the Tonys, and considering that Oliver is nominated for three Tonys, I had to ask him which he was most excited for it it's a, it's a toss-up at this point i think oh, between right, a mass singer right. and potentially is, winning your first possible tony this is now uh, the mass singer podcast 
I mean, anyway, um, but I will say if this Annie thing messes up mass Singer tapings, we're going to have an issue. So I'm, I hope- I'm hoping not for you. I'm really hoping not. Please. Uh, anyway, Annie Lives airs on NBC on December 2nd. Okay, Ashley, there's Hello. only really three roles left to Dreamcast. I mean, I guess we could get into FDR and Mr. Bundles if we wanted to. Sure, um, or Bert Or Burt Healy and the Boylan sisters. But, uh, um, yeah. and we aren't going to know anything about the orphans. I can't imagine we know any of them. But who do you got for Rooster, Christian Lily, Burrow. and a star to be? I don't want Christian Borrell for I all three. I care. Give me, give me somebody. So you've got Christian for Rooster. Yeah. Give me somebody for at least Lily. Someone to pair I with Christian. Haven't, I haven't really thought about Lily yet because Lily is so like Bernadette Peters in my head that I can't break mm. out of that. So I'm really trying to think of some, well, I'm trying to think of somebody in the vein, in the same vein, but not like replicating her performance, if you know so, what I mean. So who, who could play a dumb hoe? Tell. Exactly. <laughs> Bar the, the line from the show. It's good. Anybody? It's good. Thank you. Anybody? I mean, uh, you know, I think with the fact that, um, you know, Nicole Scherzinger and Taraji P. Henson are both women of color, it wouldn't might be bad to get another woman of color yeah, in there. Yeah, I would absolutely be thrilled about it. It's going to be like Cardi B or somebody, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, honestly, they've been sticking fairly closely to um, – you know, the musical theater world, Traji P. Henson's not a musical theater person, but she's right. an actress who has done a show that is singing in it. So, sure. I, you know, I wonder if they will kind of go outside because a lot of these, especially like the Wiz Live, that had a number of people who were just like R&B stars and or at least also, one or two. Yeah, and that's also not like a singing heavy role. Like, obviously, she's yeah, an easy you've got street. Easy street. Yeah, but that's not like she's not the focus of that song i'm trying to think who you know who i would not mind seeing in it mm. Mm. if she has time is uh is aquafina she was supposed Ooh. to be in the prom movie then she had to leave that oh, God, to go film right. shang chi um the marvel movie but she's also gonna be in the new little mermaid live action movie <gasps> yeah. so i would not mind a little aquafina hmm. um as lily st regis so that'd be really we will interesting see what happens. that'd be yeah. really interesting i don't know if she can play uh dumb hotel but we'll see <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yesterday, it was announced, speaking of someone who has played Lily St. Regis yeah. uh, in the last TV movie, um, Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel, the, of course, the original stars of the show, will be hosting the upcoming Wicked in Concert event on PBS. The concert, which will be directed by the iconic Bayork Lee, will air on August 29th on various PBS outlets, both on your television and various devices. And it will feature... Mario Cantone, Gavin De- uh, Gavin Creel, Ariana DeBose, who I had heard was in the running for the role that Nicole Scherzinger orig- uh, mm. eventually got. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Cynthia Erivo, Stephanie Sue, uh, Rita Moreno, Jennifer Nettles, Alex Newell, Isaac Powell, Amber Riley, Gabrielle Ruiz, and Ali Stroker. Not bad. Um, no, this special will feature reimagined, never-before-heard wicked musical arrangements with performances filmed in multiple locations, including Washington, D.C., L.A. and New York City. Now, Ashley, when they originally announced this, they said they were going to be having recording and television stars um, do this. And all of these people have film and television credits of some sure. sort. But they're all actually theater people. <laughs> yeah, they, they played they, real fast. It was fast. a little bit of a swerve. <laughs> they yeah. played real fast and loose with that term. But yeah. yeah, literally, as I'm going through here, 
every single one of them has been on Broadway before. Um, they all had, I don't know if Gav, I'm sure Gavin Curls had TV credits. Um, maybe, but all of them, all the other ones have. Uh, so it's, yeah, they, I was gonna say they've all definitely been on film and TV. Never mind that they're mainly theater people. Yeah, we know exactly. It's a <laughs> little, little misrepresenting your cast list here, guys, in that first press release, but I'm not mad about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no, mad about it's it at all. A extremely lovely cast. And I'm very excited about that, even though I'm notoriously not a wicked person. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a wicked well, person, but not yeah, I was a gonna say, not, not the musical. <laughs> I beat you to it, deal. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I'm interested to hear what Mario Cantone is going to sing. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, of course, a Sondheim alum in the uh, Broadway version of Assassins. It's but true. he didn't really sing much in that. So, so I anyway. looked up, Gavin Krill has several TV performances starting as early as 2003. Um, including, Anything extended or just guest star spots? Uh, mainly guest star spots. He's had a couple of TV films, including Eloise at the Plaza and Eloise at Christmas Time. Um, oh, most, of course. Who can most, forget? I know, of course. But most recently has been on American Horror Stories for two episodes and voicing a character in Central Park. Oh, okay, great. That counts. As everybody uh, in the world is in that cast, all apparently. All theater people, yeah. yeah. Also yeah. that, yeah. All right, finally, after NBC canceled the musical drama Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist referenced earlier following two seasons, the fledgling Roku channel has picked up the show not ah, necessarily great. for a third season, but for a two-hour wrap-up movie. But if all goes well, they could order additional episodes. The film is anticipated to air over the holidays, which makes sense. Normally, if you think of a movie like, oh, it takes a year to do, but it's two hours. It's basically sure. two, two and a half uh, episodes. Um, Ashley, are, are you familiar with the Roku channel? Oh, of course. I watch it every day. No, of course I'm not familiar with the Roku okay. channel. So Roku is a type of smart TV. And True. You can probably get it elsewhere. One. They now have their own streaming channel where they have movies and TV shows that are free. They actually purchased the entire back catalog from Quibi. I was so, about to ask that. I was even going to yes. make a Quibi joke of how little that I've heard of Roku. And then that well, just that just made Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, they bought everything from Quibi. They are now called Roku Originals. Um, I have a Roku TV in my room, so every night when nice. I uh, turn on the TV, I um, I see it, and it's great. Like the the num mm -hmm. what they said was is why Roku Channel um, has the chance to do really well is because they sell advertising on like the home screen when mm. you turn on your TV and millions upon millions of people have Roku TVs. So this is one of those things where it's just getting started, like literally just getting started in the past few months. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Roku channel moving forward. Glad to welcome our sponsor this week, Roku. <laughs> I didn't say any of it was any good. I just said... It's an interesting yeah, thing. I haven't watched true. anything on the Roku well, channel yet. Well, now you yet, have but... to watch this new movie when it comes out and do the I mean, a podcast episode. I didn't. I didn't watch season two. Well, so guess you gotta know. get on that too. I'll check. I'll check with Jen. Get anyway, on the Roku let's, channel. <laughs> let, let's take a real quick break to talk about our actual sponsor yeah. for this week, Upstart. As we've been talking about all week, we understand how difficult life can be, especially in the midst of a still raging and ongoing pandemic. Whether it's worries about health, worries about seeing loved ones and their health, or worrying about being able to have enough 
work and money to make ends meet. That is something that so many Americans are dealing with across the country. And it's stressful, especially when you start seeing your uh, your credit card bills pile up and you don't know how you're going to pay them. Well, Upstart is here to help you regain your footing and get your life and your financial well-being back on track. Definitely. And it doesn't matter what the financial situation is, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan. And it's all online. We are in 2021 after all. So they look at more than just your credit score, which we keep talking about how much we hate, especially Grace and I. And they look at your income, your current employment, your employment history, and they find a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 dollars and you receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. That is fast. Yes, it is. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Once more, go to upstart.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, we got a couple other cool news stories to get into in this episode. Um, the first one I'm very excited about, as you will understand why shortly, but it was reported uh, earlier this week that Broadway alum and interior decorator Robert Hartwell will host a new home reno show on ah. Discovery Plus, <laughs> Okay, co-produced by OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network, HGTV, and the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott. The show's working title is Taking Back the House and will chronicle Hartwell's, quote, room-by-room renovation of an 1820 colonial house he recently purchased. The show will premiere in 2022. I have interviewed Robert before. He's a wonderfully charming uh, and and very cool guy. You have seen him on Broadway in Memphis. Nice work if you can get Uh it. Cinderella, Motown, and Hello, Dolly. He actually was the either assistant or associate director of the tour for Once on This Island as well that that ended because of the pandemic. Um, He also hosted a dressing room decorating series on Broadway World a few years ago, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, But it was it was it was a lot of fun. So I'm very, very excited um, to see this one uh, next year on my very favorite thing that I click on when I turn on my Roku TV. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, Ashley, we have not had a chance to talk since Tuesday. um, But how was the Lapine Sondheim conversation uh, that oh you God. watched earlier this week. Oh my God. I loved it so much. Uh, First of all, I'm I'm pretty. De- I'm about halfway through the book right now, which is oh, amazing. Cool. I got mine yesterday. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you because I know you said you had pre-ordered it. Um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I didn't realize that they have the actual book and libretto in the back, which That's is awesome. <laughs> made me so so happy. Uh, and it's just like it's it com- it's very comprehensive because you talked to Lapine talked to forty different people, 40 plus different people that worked on the original production um, in some form, either as cast creative, assistant to somebody, whatever. Um, so they they talked a lot about that in the conversation on Tuesday with Town Hall, as you mentioned, and it was Sondheim, it was Lapine, it was Mandy Patinkin, Bernadette Peters, and Christine Baranski was the moderator, at least for a little bit until <laughs> Mandy and Bernadette came in, and then it really just became a conversation with Mandy yeah as animated as ever. And Mandy just, Mandy, 
uh, and it was, Beat it was, out it was rhythm on the drum. Sorry, that's my minute to take an impression. Stop. That was very good. Wow. It was like he was here with us in this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was lovely. First of all, it's always lovely to see them all together. Um, and especially reminiscing on a show as great as this one and seeing how connected they are to it. They talked a lot about how the show worked so well because of the chemistry between Mandy and Bernadette, especially, um, in that original production. And you could just tell how emotional, especially Mandy. Mandy was very, uh, hyperactive always. and emotional, always, but especially always. in this conversation to the point where he was like telling, uh, Lapine that there are things that he had told them during rehearsals, dress rehearsals and productions that Mandy has like kept in his heart for 30 years and was getting really emotional and animated about that. And Lapine was just like, Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's good to know. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. <laughs> He's like, I don't remember saying that. And if I did, I'm glad it's something that was actually, you know, you didn't hate me for actually, you know, benefited you. Um, so I loved it. Uh, I love any time they get a chance to of talk course. to one another. But yeah, read the book, read the yeah. book, get the book, order the book. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, if you are one of the folks who was not able to watch this virtual conversation via Town Hall on Tuesday night, you are in luck because the entire program is available to stream Yay. on demand now through August 12th. Of course, we will have a link in the show notes. And I think um, when I finish the book, God knows how long that will be because I'm not a quick reader by any means. Mm -hmm. But I think I will probably at least do some kind of Patreon exclusive thing talking about it a little bit more in depth because there's a lot of things in that book for as scholarly as I am about Sondheim Productions that I did not know about that production, which is cool. always very exciting to me. So I'll probably geek out a little bit on the Patreon. Can't wait. All right, Ashley, let's close out the show with another th uh, thing that is a very much a feel-good recommendation. Um, and this is some behind-the-scenes footage, or not even necessarily behind-the-scenes, but some exclusive looks at the new Showstopper Spectacular Costumes from Stage and Screen exhibit that is now running in Times Square. Oh, this yeah. exhibit will run for a limited eight-week engagement through September 26th at 234 West 42nd Street. There are costumes from uh, A Soldier's Play, Aladdin, Chicago, Come From Away, The Share Show, Dear Evan Hansen, Frozen, Hamilton, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, Lion King, Moulin Rouge, um, Phantom of the Opera 6, Mrs. Doubtfire, cool. Wicked, so many other things. But um, we got a sneak peek of the costumes that are on display uh, in a video that we will link in the show notes. Cool. Uh, a very, very cool thing. I'm sorry that I will not be in uh, New yeah. York before September 26th because that sounds like a very, very cool thing, especially for folks who enjoy uh, kind of the history of, of theater and looking at things. Uh, like that. So very much enjoy you that. You know I do. I got a sneak peek for Mr. Robbie Rizal's Instagram story because he went the other day. So got to see it's a not, lot this, of that. I this link is not to Robbie's Instagram, it but if you aren't, if you aren't you should following, be following him, go to that Robbie, link. You should be. Yeah. <laughs> link his social media channels in yeah, the show day. notes. A lot, day. Another thing, which you didn't include in the show, and I might end up throwing in the show notes, but I mean, there have been a lot of videos on social media as far as like Passover after party, yeah. block party last night. A little um, uncomfortable about that, not going to lie. I'm a little uncomfortable about the block party, and I know that Grace didn't end up staying very long through it, uh, just in yeah, general. Lots of unmasked people. Lots of unmasked people. But I mean, a lot of things that I saw, especially from like, uh, you know, videos from Casey Mink and Deep Tran who were there, they had shared, uh, videos of like the audience 
breaking into applause and just like sustained ovation and they all every single video just got to me i was like immediately burst into tears over them it was it's really i'm very tentative and i'm not personally at this point i might see passover before that but i'm not personally going to be back in a broadway house until september 4th uh unless things get shut down again which is very possible at this point Mm -hmm. um but seeing that just it really got me emotional and kind of wiped away a little bit of that tentative <laughs> tentativeness that I have at yeah. the moment. A little bit of FOMO going on. <sighs> not you know a little bit, but not. I I was I played like three hours of video games last night, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> it was a night, it was a very relaxing day for me. Good for you. Thank you. All right, Ashley, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. Don't forget, everybody, this week on Broadway, Michael Levine will be the special guest. You can head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio if you want to hear that interview before anybody else. Have a wonderful weekend, and I think, Ashley, you and I will be back to greet everybody on Monday. Monday.